Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose is focused on educating, empowering, and investing in women to support them with harnessing an entrepreneurial mindset to create the change in the world for the greater good. Through this series, we connect with women from all across New Zealand to inspire, teach, and share their pearls of wisdom through storytelling and sharing. I'm Catherine Vandermeulen, the founder of Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose. Welcome to Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose. I'm Catherine Vandermeulen, and joining me today on our podcast is Sarah Vickers. How are you, Sarah? I'm good, thanks, Kath. How are you going? Good. So lovely to have you with us. I'd love for you to share who is Sarah Vickers. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me today. Um, who am I? Well, the biggest thing that I love to say is that I'm a spiritual being having a human experience. Um, but I live in the sunny Bay of Plenty, which is a beautiful place to live in Mount Monganui. Um, I'm a registered nurse. I now practice as a holistic health practitioner. Um, and on the side, I'm also a somatic yin yoga teacher. Um, I have an absolute passion for living life to my fullest potential and like and being embodied in my own being, um, learning more and more about my internal relationship with myself um, and then being able to help others do the same. I'd love for you to share more about that internal learning process for you to connect and learn more about yourself. How does one start on that internal journey? Mm, it's, yeah, it's been a wild ride. I think the biggest thing for me has been firstly awareness into um, my mind and my body and having aware, you know, being aware of the, the relationship between the two and then using practices to help get out of the mind and out of the, the busy world and be in your body and sort of practices that help that for me is mainly um, meditation work and energy work really has been huge for that. Super interesting. So can you share more about your original call to adventure to becoming a holistic health practitioner? Mm, yeah, well, it kicked off um, when I started my nursing training. So I was studying to become a nurse and I was actually had my own sort of health sort of conditions pop up. Like I had really bad eczema low mood stressy pretty much was an absolute stress ball because of uni and just all that sort of shambles and then I became really interested in um, reading lots of books and studying a lot about the impact of the food and mindset and lifestyle that impacts our being so I kind of got into the groove of that but carried on my nursing training and then I continued to work for four years in the hospital system which taught me a lot and it taught me that I did not want to sort of continue down that avenue of healthcare. So I studied um, whilst I was working in integrative nutrition. So I did that for a year and then jumped on the ride of moving to Auckland and working as a holistic health clinic for a clinic up there. Super interesting. And so I'm sure on your journey to achieving your goals and having the impact that you do with your work, there have been trials and tribulations, you know, the highs and the lows and everything in between. Can you share some of those? Yeah, absolutely. I think the biggest thing that, that comes to mind is 
my own mindset has probably been one of the most challenging things. Um, and am I good enough? Do I know enough? Um, how can I impact, you know, people and in the environment in the way that I would like to? Um, it's been an interesting sort of journey as well in terms of trying to navigate um, my own clinical nursing practice and now maybe more of a non-conventional field. There isn't a lot of support for nurses to work in alternative practice. Um, so I've sort of been kind of getting into the group because I really didn't want to lose my nursing um, practice and I still think, I, you know, it's an important part of it's – a, it's a good duo, I think, with alternative you know if you call it alternative but just different forms of medicine practice I guess um so that's been the biggest thing and the other thing is just never giving up um really sticking to what I believe and how I think the healthcare system can change and I've had a massive trust in knowing that I would end up in a role that I am in now one day how do you know that inner trust? How do you have that inner trust? Is that about that repetition and that mindset piece? Is that about staying healthy along that journey so that you can have that clarity and you can have that focus to what you're wanting to achieve? What's the kind of secret? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. I think it comes, for me, it comes back to tapping into your intuition, which we often get very clouded in what's mind and what's intuition. And it is absolutely a practice it's taken me years to become more in tune with um, my own body and I guess energetically the the world around us and what feels right and what feels hard and I think choosing the path of least resistance is actually a really cool way to go not to say you're not challenging yourself and growing and you know going through obstacles but just not making your life so hard all the time yeah, and I guess once you get into that state of flow, that is that path of least resistance because mm. then when you do get in that state of flow, opportunities present themselves. There are windows of opportunity. Doors seem to open. When you come to a journey or a stage in your life when there are closed doors, that's not your door to open. Mm. You've got to move on to the next door or the next path and that's that kind of trigger and that's that intuition piece that you mentioned um, where you've got to tune into that to know which is that right door and which is that right path to, to take. Absolutely. And so bravery and courage are two leading traits of entrepreneurs. How have they played a part in your experiences? Mm, I guess it kind of leads on from what I was saying before. I think being courageous and always asking for more opportunities is something that's really, um, is something that I'm really passionate about, like committing to my goals, never giving up on what I think is important and how I can help support others. Mum and Dad always taught me that just to keep your head down and bum up and opportunities will arise um, and we have to be open to them. So when we, you know, I, my, I feel like my whole life trajectory literally changed in, must have been 2017. Um, I was nursing at the time, I had previously tried to get a job in a holistic health role and that all flopped and I was super upset and gutted about it. But then got back on the horse and was like, cool, it's obviously not the right time for this now. And then 
um, I was in a relationship at the time. We had both got jobs in Australia and were literally about to move to Aussie. And then I got offered a job really out of the blue um, from the company that I'm working for or contracting to for now. So I really had to stick to that sort of courageous feeling of this is the right thing for me to do, although it was absolutely off the path of what we had sort of chosen to do. So I moved up to Auckland, didn't go to Australia, and then everything's been an amazing snowball effect from there. Um, So, yeah, I think, yeah, being both those sort of bravery and courage were two that really led me into being like this is the right path to take although it's not what I had imagined so obviously with entrepreneurial women with purpose purpose is a big thing for us it means a lot it really creates that substance to who we are as a community what does the word purpose mean to you purpose to me to me means um, how and where can I make a positive impact in others lives I truly believe that my soul's purpose is to be an avenue for others to learn how to heal themselves, um, to provide education and support for others to help, again, yeah, heal relationship with themselves and their minds and others. And I'm sure you've got daily rituals and routines that support you mentally, physically and spiritually to be the best version of yourself. We would love for you to share some of those. Yeah, I think the top of the mind definitely is meditation. Um, it easily comes to my mind. It's not such an easy practice. Um, but committing to practicing a form of meditation every day has literally changed my life. I learned a, a meditation technique in 2016 and it's been a monumentous sort of step in my journey of self-discovery Uh, learning to trust, having awareness of the mind and the games that it plays. So that's a very much a thing that I really prioritize every day. Um, Gratitude practice is another thing that I do. I know it probably sounds a little cliche, but it's so powerful. Um, So every morning I will write three things that I'm grateful for. And for me, it's just a really nice tool to help us come back into the reality of where we're at and how incredibly lucky we are. Um, And last but not least, absolutely yoga. For me, slow restorative practices, um, which is why I went and did a yin teacher training. Um, It's so important because we live in such a fast-paced world. So any chance that I can help my body be slow and relax is massively important um, as a daily ritual so that I can show up. I have been doing a 21-day meditation with Deepak um, and and Deepak Chopra Chopra and Oprah, Uh, Mm. and that's really about grace and gratitude and how gratitude actually changes our brain at a cellular level Mm. by bringing all of this new energy to our mindsets and that gratitude just changes your perspective in so many ways and then how that gratitude really becomes that grace and through grace is where our life start to get into that wonderful state uh, of flow. Uh, and I love that you are into your slow and restorative yoga with yin. I discovered yin a number of years ago and yeah, it's just such a beautiful practice. It's kind of my Sunday night practice um, just to kind of wind down from a hectic weekend. Mm, so powerful. And so how have you used this time of global change to create new opportunities in your world? Yeah, for me, it's been about education and awareness. 
I believe in this challenging time, we can. I think it would be. It's good for us to look at it from a different angle. There's huge pressure in terms of climate crisis and the health pandemic. Like COVID's a really good example, and climate change. They're like highlighting the um, ecological system collapse, and then all of that sort of all of these happenings really highlights the importance of the work that I'm doing, um, supporting and helping understand or helping people understand the importance of eating whole foods, organic foods where they can and possible, and bringing awareness into like where your food's grown, is there nutrient-dense soils, um, and because all of that affects like our land and it affects the nutrition which affects us. So sort of that like circular economy, if you like, of being aware, like helping people become aware of what we're putting into our mouths and where it's being grown. And so thinking about the next 12 months for you, where will your focus on impact be? Mm, I think over the next 12 months, my goal is to keep learning, um, keep growing so that I can provide education to others that don't have access to the research and understanding on health, which I do. Um, I really strongly believe like making small changes in my own community is how we impact in a larger scale. I personally can sometimes get a bit overwhelmed with the state of the world that it is, as it is at the moment. But I do believe that if we um, band together, surround yourselves with people who have similar views of the world and we all make commitments to better support the environment and ourselves and those around us, that's how shifts occur. Um, I also think it's really important to be open and talking about the global changes that are happening. So, yeah, and, and the more that we can communicate the more that we can have a voice of what, you know, how we can support the, the shifts that will be occurring. You mentioned before about that continuous learning. Why has learning and education, why is it such an important thing for you to continue on? Because a lot of people, they go to school, they go to university, they may do a little short course, you know, 10, 15 years later. Why is it so important no matter what age, for that continuous learning for you? For me, I think everything is changing in every moment. Like change is the only constant. That's another thing that I always remind myself. So the more that we can be adaptable and open to growth and learning, it helps us show up um, in different circumstances or challenges and helps us with navigation of commitments and relationship or jobs or family so I'm always open to what can I be exposed to that maybe is different to my um the mindset that I believe but it always provides um growth of my personal being and I believe if I can grow personally I can help others and what's that one thing that you are super passionate about that you would like to call an our entrepreneur women with purpose community to take action on most important thing is to slow down I hear the story so often with so many of my clients that it's hard with the multitude of commitments that we have in this day and age and I totally hear that but I really challenge that mindset to take a new lens on what life looks like and what really are your top priorities meaning like you should be your top priority and your health should be your top priority in doing that, you then have time and space and your own health to be able to give back to others. And, it, you know, if we can take, like, as you have, if you take 10 minutes or 
yeah, you don't, yeah, 10 minutes maximum out of your day to prioritize some form of a breath work, a meditation, a grounding practice, gratitude practice, but you commit to it. That's what helps you show up so you can show up for others. And I think we just live in a world now that's so fast paced and there's so much going on. So the biggest thing that I would say is commit to having time for you. Put small, consistent changes in. It makes a huge impact. And then always be kind to yourself. I love that you've shared that kind of holistic view of that around kind of slowing down. You know, we all have such diverse um, and a multitude of, of commitments, but really taking that time. But what I loved is that you've also broken it down into what are some of those actions that we can take and really being consistent to making those small changes every day and actually allocating that time that we can have that R&R, that we can have that mental space from technology and our computers and our children and our families and all those other things to actually spend with ourselves and in our mindset just to, just to be still and actually listen to the things that come up in that stillness. We always find the answers to our life's biggest challenges mm. uh, in, that, in that time of stillness. So thank you so much, Sarah, for sharing your world and your wisdom with Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose. Thank you for having me. Toitu EnviroCare is an important and valued partner for Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose in our collective approach to New Zealand being carbon zero by 2030. Through measuring, managing and reducing our carbon impact, we can all be contributors to the goal. Check out their new SMB and farming tools at toitu.co.nz.